Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Very good day to you. Happy New Year. Yeah. And happy Season 2. I'm calling it Season 2. Just because it's the New Year? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. New Year, new house. I don't know if you can tell by the uh, the new... The amb- Reverb! Ambience. So far away. He's not that far away. I leaned over a bit. Yeah. But yeah, new uh, house. New house. New list of bad movies to watch. Same old us. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a good holiday season? I did have a good holiday season. In season. fact, I got some seasoning salt. Did you actually? It did. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called magic, magic Unicorn Salt. Wait, is it purple and pink? Uh, it's kind of pink and red. Oh, okay. Nice. Got some paprika in it. Oh, crazy. That's pretty dope. It actually tastes really good. Put it in my yeah. eggs this morning. Nice, yeah. I had a good, uh, good uh, holiday season as well. Thanks for asking. I, I was just about um, to say, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I watched some good movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I taught my two-year-old nephew who Batman is. Yes, very important. That was good. Lesson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was good. He. I had a little. They were over at our, all over at our house for holiday shin digging, and I had like a bin of my old toys, and it's like mostly cars. But then it was like a little Batman the animated series figure. Oh, nice. And I pull it out, and I was like, "This is Batman," and he goes, oh, "Man, man." <laughs> and I was like, "Close enough." That's me. I'm, well, I'm Batman. <laughs> we'll work on. We'll work on bees later. That's <laughs> that's pretty good. And then later he was digging around, and he pulled it out. And he kind of held it up to me. He goes, Batman. And I was like, oh my God, he remembers who Batman is. This is the greatest day ever. So that was a big achievement. I felt I felt very accomplished. That's incredible. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So that was a big moment in my life. Um, yeah. Other than that, I just, yeah, spent most time watching good movies instead for a change, you know? Yeah, fair. Gotta mix it up. Watched some... Uh, when I watched Lady Bird, I, Tanya, I watched The Disaster Artist, which is the James Franco oh. one about making of the room. Yeah, I really want to see that. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, it's, I still want to see it. it. It's, it's pretty good. It's not, I don't think it deserved quite the amount of hype that it got, but. Well, just because it was about the room, it's going yeah. to get. No, it's fun. And, and, he, and he's great as Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, nails yeah. it. I saw a trailer and he was, he looked pretty damn spot on. Yeah. Um. Oh, what else? Oh, I saw The Shape of Water last night. Oh, how was uh, that? Uh, oh, amazing. Yeah? I had, like, put out, like, a like a preemptive, like, top ten list, but with a caveat. Like, I haven't seen Shape of Water and a couple other movies yet. Mm. And I saw it last night, and it was mind-blowing. And it might it might take the top spot. Ooh. From Blade Runner. I put Blade Runner at the top, but I think this one might uh, might be the one. It's, it is fantastic. And I think it's my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. Oh, nice. I think it's better than Pan's Labyrinth. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I definitely have to check that out. Then. It is excellent. Um, yeah, I don't know. But what about you? You been watching anything cool? Uh, let's see. What did I... Well, aside from Star Wars over the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. December, which obviously I watched multiple times. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Uh, well, actually only twice. So okay. Far. I'm on three. Nice. Nice. But uh, planning on going again, probably a couple more times. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I would love to just watch it again and again and again. And I've yeah. definitely seen um, 
um, episode seven. I watched that again. Oh, nice. Just because I was on a Star Wars high. Uh, I also watched the movie Arrival. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, which I'd heard, I'd heard was good, but I told people not to tell me anything about it. So I just went in knowing nothing. All I oh, knew, nice. All I knew was that Amy Adams was in it. That's it. That's all I knew about it at all. Oh, okay. Well, I might have known it had something to do with aliens. But yeah, yeah, I love going into a movie not knowing anything. And that was... I really enjoyed it. That was a fantastically well-told story, in my opinion. Yeah. I I love that movie. I think that guy's a genius. And that I'm so glad that he was the one that did Blade Runner. That was the movie that made me okay with the fact that they were doing a Blade Runner sequel. Oh, because... Because I was like, don't need it. Why would you do it? Bad idea. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, but this this guy. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I like his other movie. I think he's really good. But I'm like, I don't know if he can do Blade Runner. And then I saw Arrival. Arrival and I was like, okay, all right. Let's yeah, let's see Blade Runner. Legit, let's, yeah. Let's bring it on. That was really good. Um, awesome. Yeah. We're going to be getting a Han Solo trailer on Friday, apparently, too. Oh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm really curious about that. How how skeptical are you feeling about it? I'd say about an eight out of ten. Ten. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not everyone goes a- by the eleven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I didn't want it from the get go, mm-hmm. and then they announced that Lord and Miller were doing it, and that Lawrence Kasdan was writing the script, and I was like, all right, well, I guess if you have to do it. You got the best possible combination of people to to do it. Yeah. And then they fired them. Yeah. And they brought in Ron Howard. And so now I'm kind of like, oh boy, let's. this sounds like a huge clusterfuck and I feel like it'll probably be terrible. But I'm more, I'd say I'm more curious than anything. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Or I'm just Feeling like, curious. like I've been, I found myself Googling the last couple of days just been like solo trailer, like news. I need news. Cause I'm just like, when are we going to get it? Like, I just need to, I need to see it. Yeah. When is it supposed to come out? May. May. That's right. So like it's soon. I got on May the 4th. 25th. I think. Oh yeah. Wasted opportunity. Oh, wow. Yeah. Avengers is coming out on May 4th. So they didn't. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. That movie looks like a clusterfuck too, by the way. Yeah. I, uh, when I went to go see star Wars, I saw the trailer for it. And was like, wow, there are so many Marvel movies I have not seen. There's too many characters in this movie. Like, it just it just seems unnecessary. Yeah, like, is this what they were, like, building up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixing all the universe? So this is kind of supposed to be the payoff? I think so. So it shouldn't feel like such a burden. <laughs> yeah, well, like, let me, let me put it this way. I watched the first Spider-Man movie not that long ago. And that movie ends... Is that Homecoming? No, 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 like the first one. Oh, like... Like Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, right, okay. And that movie ends with Spider-Man fighting the Green Goblin in, like, an old brick building. hmm And they just fight. And, like, we're about to get a movie in in May where, like, Thanos apparently rips a huge chunk of the moon out and throws it at Iron Man. Oh. And I'm like, why can't we just have movies where we have two characters fighting somewhere that, that we actually care about? Because, like, that movie does a really good job. It's kind of corny and hammed up as, as the Green Goblin is in that movie. He's interesting. Very much so, yeah. Willem Dafoe does a really good, gives a really good performance. 
and you care about Tobey Maguire, and it's like all you need is like like you you're kind of sad when the Green Goblin dies. Yeah, a little bit, and I'm like, why can't we have a movie where you just have two interesting characters and they just fight it out, and you don't have to have planets being thrown at people by big CGI monstrosities that you know nothing about. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair question. It just seems like we like we can't. We feel like we can't do that anymore for whatever reason, and I don't know why. Like it's not big enough. Yeah, like like it's like well, now that you've seen this, how do you top that? And it's always it's always been a game of like how do you top that? Right. But I mean, we kind of got that with Star Wars. Yeah, a little bit, right? Like, yeah, that's true. There's you know a bunch of walkers and and tie fighters and. And stuff at the end, but at the end it just comes down to two people fighting. And not even really. And not even really. They're not fighting. Yeah. On they're having an exchange of words and ducking under lightsabers mm-hmm. on just a big salt flat. It's just white. Yeah. And it's salt. So I don't know. Maybe you can do it. But you probably won't. Because <laughs> All the nose pickers and the mouth breathers out there will just be like, well, not enough stuff blew up. It's not, it's not enough action. <laughs> Is that your uh, your mouth breather voice? Yes. It's good. I like it. There's, there's a part of me that wants movie theaters to just disappear from the face of the earth. So I don't have to go see movies with other people in the theater. Mm. But there's also part of me... That, like, I saw Shape of Water last night, and it was, like, not that many people in the theater, but everyone was just quiet and watched the movie, because they were there to see a movie. Nice. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, maybe we can behave. There's hope for us yet. Maybe. But then but then I feel like I can't even go see, like, like I can't go see a big event movie. Which, like, and I'm not even saying I don't enjoy these movies, like, I do. But I can't, like, I can't go there without someone being like, oh, that was, oh, was awesome. It's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, dear. Internalize your thoughts. I know it was awesome. I don't need you to fucking tell me. Yeah, well, there's always... Shut it. Yeah, there's always one in the theater. Ugh. There, there's something to be said for for uh, the communal... Yeah. Like... like like, laughter and... oh i'm fine with ha- audiences having reactions like last time i saw last jedi i was sitting next to it was a packed theater still like three or four weeks into its run yeah it's crazy right? and i was sitting next to a kid and his dad and it was like the kid's first time seeing the movie oh, nice. and so i had a great time like kind of like looking over and watching his reactions like every time stuff happened oh, yeah. right or like when luke disappeared it was like <gasps> right like <laughs> like the first time and then when he disappears Again, right? Yeah, you kind of like he was like, "Is that mean he's dead?" And I, and I was just like, "Oh, that's just that." It was it was fun. It was fun watching like a kid react to a movie and like be totally like swept away by it. And so, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There is something for the communal experience, you know. I like, I like seeing like, uh, like when I saw the Evil Dead remake. It was like a packed theater on opening weekend, and that was great because people were like screaming and like some people were like leaving the theater because they were like so grossed out or scared by it and it was like it was so fun and like you know there's that at the end of that movie it's like raining blood and she's like shoving a chainsaw into a demon's face and it's just like spraying everywhere 
Wow. And people are like screaming and laughing and, you know, it, it was, it was great. So that, yeah, there is something to be said for that communal like experience, but also there's just a lot of idiots out there. And that's the moral of the story. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Um, but anyways, speaking of idiots, <laughs> speaking of idiots, you watched the Punisher miniseries. Yeah, I did. Yep. Did you like it? For the most part, yeah. For the most part, I did enjoy it. Um, it's like I was, I was, I was drawn in by the character mm-hmm. of of Frank Castle. Did you watch Daredevil before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and so yeah, I'd already seen his his appearance there, so I was already kind of invested. Yeah, me too. Like I, I really liked. Um, that was the uh, that was my favorite part of Daredevil season two. I kind of thought the second half kind of. <laughs> It took it a little bit of a nosedive, uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, I liked it. I thought it was kind of like really cheap. Like, did you notice that it just kind of looked bad? Not Daredevil, Punisher. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was. <clears throat> yeah, um, I was confused there. I, I mean, I noticed that it looked really different, but it, uh, I felt like maybe it was just supposed to be dirty. Like, it did look less clean not yeah just in a not like hygienic but like it did look less clean in its like lighting editing yes yeah like i feel like they bought like really cheap cameras like in some in some cases like cameras that you and i could easily afford to buy (laughs) over the counter at like a lens and shutter or something like that and spend like 1200 bucks and get like a hd prosumer camera prosumer and I kind of feel like that's what they shot this thing on. Yeah, I guess it didn't it, really stand out to me because I thought it was, like, intentional. I think it might have been, but I feel like that was a dumb choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Just get a better camera. Yeah, that, that was the one thing that stood out to me is, like, this looks really bad uh, yeah, a lot of the time. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked the new characters that they brought into it. Yeah, me too. It's the only non-Daredevil Marvel show on Netflix that I've watched to completion. Right, yeah. Everything else I've given up on and Iron Fist and Defenders I haven't even started. I am really uh curious to see uh I didn't really say his name, um, like his his alias name, but uh, like his best friend when he shoves his face into the mirror. Or spoilers, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers by the way. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the series. Jigsaw. And, and I was like, Oh right, that's that's Jigsaw. It didn't yeah. click. It didn't click for me yeah. until until the very end. But I'm kind of like, I'm interested to see where he comes back in this Marvel yeah, Netflix. Yeah, they've said they're going to do a season two, and I'm, I'm probably going to give it a shot. I might go back and give Luke Cage a shot as well, actually, because out of the other shows, that was the one that I was most invested in, I think. Was Luke Cage? Was Luke Cage. Oh. I, Jessica Jones, I hated, and... I didn't even start Iron Fist because right, I heard yeah. it was just stupid and boring, and he doesn't use the Iron Fist <laughs> for like most of the show. That's true. It's not about him using the Iron Fist. And I and, and from that perspective, I'm not interested in Iron Fist. Yeah. And also, he has one of the coolest origins ever, where he rips the molten heart of a dragon out of its chest, and that turns him into the Iron Fist. And apparently, you just see some eyes in the darkness, and that yeah, they don't really. That's the dragon, and I'm like, fucking, come on, man. Yeah, I think they were trying to keep it like 
mystical or like leave it nope. up to your imagination. Bad. But no, we thumbs down. Definitely wanted to see cut it. <laughs> cut four episodes from the series, and then you've got like twenty more million dollars that you can spend on making a dragon fight. Yeah. And then also it won't be 13 hours of my life that's wasted in watching <laughs> him not use the Iron Fist and not fight a dragon. Because if he fights a dragon in the first episode, I'm in. I'm hooked. Yeah. Anyways, this has gone on too long. We watched The Punisher. <laughs> if society won't punish the guilty, he will. You see this board here? Every time he kills somebody, I put a red pin in So far, the only thing that I've got to show for it is these little calling cards here and a whole bunch of these. Now, let me tell you something about this Punisher. If he ever shows up within 1,000 yards of me... You'll find out what the word punished really means. He defends the innocent. But if you're guilty, he gives no warning and shows no mercy. What the hell is this? Trouble. Dolph Lundgren, Lewis Gossett Jr. Mr. P, happy hunting! Justice with a vengeance. When is this from? 1989. 1989. Yeah. The yeah. starring Dolph Lundgren and Louis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. Who is in Iron Eagle 2 and maybe another movie. But I only know him from Iron Eagle 2. And I don't know if he was in Iron Eagle 1 because I don't think I've seen it. Well, fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What did you think of The Punisher, the 1989 Dolph Lundgren movie? Yes. Well, it was bad. Yeah. It was just... There was a story that didn't really involve The Punisher. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's just the thing. Like, normally we go through the plot, like, kind of, like, beat by beat and, like, pick it apart. But I don't... I don't even know... Like, there's things that happen in it, and I can't remember, like, what happens in what order... Like I know they're yeah. they're in the white hallway place at the end, and there's another thing at the beginning. He blows up the house and doesn't die. So this is the weird thing. So it starts it starts with like a news report about Frank Castle's family being murdered by Jimmy Falco or Franco or whatever Franco. I think it was Franco. Franco. Um, no, it might have been Johnny. Johnny Franco. Yeah, I'm thinking of James Franco. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Johnny Franco, the mob boss. James Franco, the mob boss. Yeah. Be more interesting than this. <laughs> uh, and one of his associates is getting out of, is just acquitted of the murders of his family. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy, uh, and he, he's given some, he's like, oh, there's no such thing as the Punisher or whatever. And if he comes within 20 feet of me, he better, he's going to know what punishment is. And then... He, like, gets in a car and drives away, and you see, like, a boot with a knife that has, like, a skull pommel 
on it, and he's like pretty on a motorbike. You're pretty that, small. It's not noticeable. They they toned down the comic bookness of this a hundred percent. Like he doesn't even wear the skull shirt. No, no. In it's just the tiny yeah tiny skull. Like if you didn't if you didn't know that it was based on a Marvel comic, and if you didn't read that it was based on the Marvel comic character in the opening credits, it would just be another action movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he shows up at the house, kills everyone. You don't ever see his face. News reporters follow, uh, show up and he like blows up the house after the mob boss comes running out with a knife in his back and then he disappears back into the house and the house blows up. And then there's like some voiceover of him being like, why do I have the guilty punished? And why is the innocent suffer? And something, something, something. Yeah, and I think he's, it was the Punisher like talking to God. Yeah, he's like praying naked in a sewer with a bunch of candles around him. Yeah, I think he was um, trying to trying to like channel his inner splinter. Maybe. And then, oh yeah, <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> And then there's like the next like 15 minutes of the movie. There's no Punisher in it. Nope. It's like the because the plot has nothing to do with him. No, it really doesn't. Uh, there's like the cop played by Louis Gossett Jr. And then he's like at the scene of the crime. And then this woman shows up who's like, "Hey, I'm a detective and I want to be your partner." And he's like, "You can't be my partner. I need the best." And she's like, "I did all this stuff, blah blah blah." And also, I believe you that Frank Castle is the Punisher. And he's like, "Great, be at my office at nine. And then there's, like, Jimmy Franco comes back. Johnny. Uh, Johnny. Whatever. <laughs> the mob guy comes back. James Franco. James Franco comes back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's, like, his kid's doing a magic trick. And there's, like, just so much stuff happens. And it, like, cuts to, like, a nightclub where there's, like, this guy. He's, like, could you spare a couple shekels for an old thespian? And, like, the dude he's talking to does a spit take. He's, like, what the <laughs> fuck is a thespian? <laughs> it's like is that is that really spit take worthy when someone says a word that you don't understand i think the joke is it sounds like lesbian but it doesn't really thespian lesbian it kind of rhymes a little bit sort of with completely different s sounds and it's L, an it's l a, and th are so it's a non-rhyme all right yeah. if you used it in a poem i wouldn't i wouldn't kick you out of bed for using it in a poem <laughs> Well, that could not have been put better. I was I'm mixing a couple different metaphors there, but <laughs> the point is, um, the, the dude does a spit. He's like, "What the fuck is a thespian?" He's like, "It's an actor." He's like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> He's like, and gives then, him yeah. some money. It's <laughs> like, yeah. "Oh yeah." I'm like, what would you have said if he said that he was a lesbian? Kicked him out of the bar because he's a man. Yeah, I <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It does not. Or it means he's attracted to women. Either way, you shouldn't be offended by that? No. Unless it was a gay bar. I'm thinking too much about this, aren't I? You are. Yeah, okay, never mind. Um, the writers didn't. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, 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 what's the thing? An RC, an RC truck, like a uh, remote control semi-truck with a bottle of hooch <laughs> on it like rolls up to him in the parking lot and uh which is obviously a, supposed to be a trap or something. yeah and then it like leads him into an alley yeah 
and then you're introduced to the Punisher. So the Punisher has two introductions in this movie, like 20 minutes apart. Yeah. Um, and that's like the first like real time you see his face. You kind of see it in the part where he's praying, but mostly you just see his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's on his. He's like. Uh, he's like, like sitting kneeling. on his feet, kind of. He's yeah, kneeling with his feet beneath him. Yeah, as one does. Um, naked in the sewer. <laughs> also, I, I'd written down. There's there's several points in the movie where a door opens and there's smoke with a red light shining through it. Once when the the dude comes out of the house with the knife in his back, and there's supposed to be, like, fire, but it's just, like, a red light. Oh, yeah. And the Punisher's standing there. And then when they kick the dude out of the bar, the thespian, there's also smoke and a red light shining through it. And I'm like, that's a weird thing that I noticed. I certainly did not. It's not necessarily funny or interesting, but it's something that I picked (laughs) up on. (laughs) Um, Also, do you notice he had, like, makeup... Dolph Lundgren that like really defined his cheekbones. Yeah, to make his face look more like a skull. Uh, to look more like the Punisher skull. I guess. Why didn't they just put a t-shirt on him? Yeah, right? I don't know, yeah. It was so that he would still look like the still look like the Punisher when he was nude in the sewer praying. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But how are we supposed to know what the Punisher looks like? We haven't seen the fucking Punisher <laughs> yet. Whatever. He drives a motorbike through the sewers and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's, ve- yeah, there's very little comic bookness about this. Like, I don't even know if, like, I'm not super familiar on, like, the Punisher's, like, lore and stuff. Like, I know that he, like, was a Spider Man villain that then got his own comic. And I know that Jigsaw is, like, his arch nemesis, but I don't really know anything other than that. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, Johnny Franco and, and the. The Yakuza lady are like from the comics, or if they're just like, well, we need him to fight some crime, so we'll just like make generic mob bosses and potentially. I yeah. mean, I didn't really recognize any of the names, but I'm also not super familiar. Yeah, like uh, he might be the, the like one of the comic book characters that I know of, like the big ones that I know the least of. Mm. In terms of, like, their lore and, like, supporting characters and stuff. Like, I know the basics, and that's about it. Like, cop or soldier or whatever gets betrayed or murdered and then goes out for... And has his... Or has his family murdered, and they think they murdered him, but then he goes out and then... One man war on crime. Yep. That's all I know. Um, I don't... I I don't like this movie. No, it was bad. And not even, like... It's not even funny bad. Like, I can't even be like, this is, like, ha, 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 ha. Like I said, (laughs) you know, like, we can watch it and and, and just kind of chuckle at it. I'm, like, like watching it, and I'm like, oh, right, I'm still watching this. (laughs) Like, I forget what was going on. Yeah, because you just zone out. Yeah. It's like there's nothing happening. Well, there was, like, one part where, like, he rescues a kid, and then he gets stopped by the cops. And put in jail and then busts out. How does he bust out of jail? See, I don't even remember. Do the mob bust him out? Yeah. They crash the truck. And they spray him with the sleep spray. Right, yeah. They intercepted him during prison and, and transfer. They, and they punch the woman cop in the face. And that's the last time you ever see her. Oh, yeah. She got pistol whipped. Yeah. She gets pu- she gets punched out. And then he gets the spray. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... 
And then, like, multiple people sprayed him in the face. So multiple people were holding that spray. Yeah. But, no, pistol whipped the lady. Yeah, so anyways, he rescues the kid and then gets busted out by the mob boss, Franco. And he's like, you got to rescue my kid. And I'm sitting there like, wait, didn't he fucking just rescue the kid? What the fuck happened? (laughs) And I, like, ask you and you're like, oh, yeah, he got grabbed by someone. Yeah, and you straight up missed it. I just did not see it, even (laughs) though I was looking at the TV. It just didn't register in my mind because it's just mm-hmm. kind of, it's like a pointless string of action scenes yep. that don't have anything to do with each other. Well, yeah, that's because the, the plot of this movie is there's a bunch of crime families wherever we are in the world, in America, somewhere. <laughs> and, I don't even okay, know. so it's shot in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> yep. So there's a bunch of like, when you shoot... In foreign countries, and like it's the same in Canada too. When like a foreign production comes to shoot here, there we have like guilds that make sure that they hire um, a certain percentage of native actors. Yeah, like Canadian talent, right? What the fuck is that? Fucking is that a plane? We got jets flying overhead. Well, World War Three may be starting, but that's all right. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. Um, our one fighter jet is flying overhead. <laughs> <laughs> we're joining the fray yeah no um oh dear okay so they shot it in sydney australia and so um yeah when the foreign productions they have like they have to hire a certain amount of um local actors right like your your lead parts don't have to be canadian or australian or wherever right like you can bring in actors for your lead parts because obviously it's a big movie and you're not going to hire you know mick dundee to be um or what what's his actual name paul hogan you're not going to hire Paul Hogan to be the Punisher. Although I would love to That'd see that. That'd be amazing. That'd be so good. Really? Um, or, or who's a Canadian actor? Jim Carrey. <laughs> As the Punisher. As the Punisher. It's punishment time. <laughs> yes, please. Alrighty then. Um, so there's like a bunch of Aussie actors putting on Italian-American accents because they're mobsters. Because they're mobsters. They're supposed to be the Italian mafia, right? Franco. <sighs> e, e, Tony. You know? What? Yeah, what? Yeah. You know, wise guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> From New York. But they're, they have, like, like their Aussie accent comes through a little bit. Like, when they say, like, um, children. They, 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 they do this thing where they, they kind of, like, run the last couple letters together. Like, children. That's kind of an Aussie thing. Oh, man. Okay. I, I really pride myself on being able to bust accents. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite things to do because I dabble. I dabble in doing accents. Yeah, you're pretty good. I yeah, I'm, not, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. There's a couple that I'm working. I'm trying to perfect South African, like Afrikaans. Yeah, that, oh. That's hard. Yeah, I know. I've tried that before. Yeah. I look like an idiot. It's it's tough. Um, But I was watching uh, Wolf Creek, the series mm. on Shudder, which is really good, by the way. Uh at least season one is. I don't know about season two. It's not out here yet, but I was watching that, and that's an Australian show. Um, and but the the lead character is an American who like her family gets murdered, and then she goes out seeking revenge, not unlike the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't know who the lead actress was. I'd never seen her before, and so there's um, I just assumed she was American. She did a really good American accent uh, until one one line. 
Okay. Uh, oh yeah, she um, she's at the police station, and there's like a bunch of like reports, and then she's like talking to the the detective, and she's like, "What what are these?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, missing persons." She's like, "Oh, are they all from the Northern Territory?" Territory. Territory. Busted. Not American. And I was like, "Oh, you slipped up." And I even like went to my dad. I was like, I like wrote the word down. I'm like, "Dad, say this word." He's like, "Territory." I'm like, "Yes." Yep. <laughs> I knew it. And then I googled her, and sure enough, yeah, she was Aussie. Wow, so, well done. Yeah, well done. yeah. Accent sleuth. I... And you didn't have to try very hard for this movie. No. <laughs> no. The kids, the kids are what really gave it away. But even like the, the guy that played the, the mob boss at the very beginning. Yeah. Even like... he had like kind of a weird voice. And then I remember that it said uh, New World Pictures Australia yeah. at the beginning. And then when we were in between, we were on break. I, I Googled it. And yeah, sure enough, they shot in Sydney. So... Yeah, he had a really weird accent. They all do. They were just like, this is so bizarre. Yeah, like about halfway through, you're like, what? Like, is he, what is that? Like, is it like Puerto Rican? Because, <laughs> like, I was listening to it, and I'm like, it sounds kind of like he's trying to do, like, a Scarface, like, voice, but not really. And, like, his name's Franco, so he's probably supposed to be Italian. Yeah, that would make sense. Very weird. Very weird. And then I was, and then I remembered Australian. I'm like, oh, they probably had to hire Australians to be. To be the, although I feel like that Franco part would be a big enough part that you could be like, no, we brought an American over. Yeah, well, I <laughs> would assume. The thing is how it's New World Pictures, and that's Roger Corman's company. Uh, they're probably just like, eh, it's cheaper. It's cheaper <laughs> to get an Australian to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking here. All right, good enough. Yeah, you're, you're cast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think anyways, this uh, might be the first Roger Corman movie we've done on the show, actually. Which, for a podcast about good, bad movies, that... Hmm. Is it? I really I feel like we let, we let everyone down slightly. Maybe. No, but I feel like... We've, we've, we've talked about them. Oh, no. Chopping Mall. Yeah, that's the one. Chopping Mall was, yeah. was uh, definitely a, a new world picture. Yeah. Cool. Um... What else is... I, I only wrote down four things. I only wrote down one thing. What did you write down? Well, there were a lot of interesting choices made in this movie, and the most notable of which, for me, is the one I wrote down. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know where you're going with this. Because you don't remember the movie. <laughs> was it why? No. Okay. That was just funny. Because that was great. That, that was w- the worst acting I've seen in Dude, a long time. That was it. That was an actor who was like got hired for the day, and he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my mark on this movie." <laughs> he gets two lines. What? And yeah? Yep. Yeah. What? He gets radio yeah. while he's in the car. <laughs> like, Grey One, come in. What? Is everything fine? Yeah! <laughs> and then he gets stabbed. <laughs> he gets stabbed with a samurai sword. Through the front window. Yeah. But and no, that was it. it. Was, it was, uh... Here's your 200 bucks. Get out of here. <laughs> no, it was uh, when... And hey, we're, st- we're talking about him like, you know... We don't know his name, though. 30 years later, we're talking about him. <laughs> but no, yeah. when, the, when the Punisher was captured and he was on, like, the the stretching oh, machine, yeah. like, he was being stretched, like, yeah. medieval torture style, right? Um, and then they brought in the thespian drunkard friend and started torturing him to get him to talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then he busts out, and then they put the doctor torturer guy on the thing. And... 
So they got him on the stretcher and they're interrogating him, but he's wearing red high heels. Yes. One of them is almost off his foot and the other one's completely off his foot and just on the rack. But he's yeah. just wearing like red high heels. And there's no there's no scene in which like they put red high heels on him and nope. nowhere that they could have gotten red high heels from. No. Nope. So and we this, don't see his feet before then. No, so this was like obviously a character choice that someone made to have like okay this doctor wears red high heels and like having like a, a cross-dressing character could be a funny thing or that could be like a funny quirk that uh that a character has where it's like he's just a normal scientist but he likes to wear red high-heeled shoes sure just walking around a lab wearing pumps like you know, it, it could be like that. Could be like a thing where like you remember that character because they did that thing, right? Like yeah. it's like a it's a trope. But uh, this is the only time that's brought up. So like I have a couple theories. One, the director just thought it would be funny <laughs> and did it with the sole purpose of like just fucking around. <laughs> Two, the actor thought it would be funny. <laughs> I hope it's that one. And did it just to fuck around. Yeah. And uh, three, the props department... Ran out of shoes? Ran out of shoes. Okay, three. <laughs> Four, the props department took the high-heeled shoes, put them on the actor without him knowing when he's strapped into the thing. All right, they put one. I was like, oh, sorry, did we got to just put your shoe on. And like, oh, yeah, sure, of course. He can't see because he's strapped yeah, down yeah. to the thing. Put the shoe on, put the other one right next to it, and just, like, left it there. And no one noticed because everyone who was making this movie was just, like, blindfolded. <laughs> just just not giving a fuck about anything. And so no one said anything, and it ended up in the movie. And I like to think that it was that one. Yeah, no, I'm but the director went, all right, action. Hey, yeah, where's the other, where's the guys? Oh, they're over there. Okay, great, thank you. <sighs> Turn the thing on, leave. Like, all right, great cut. Yep, that's good, print it. Yep, that's... Like you don't want to, you want to do another one? No, why would I? That was great. That was perfect. Moving on. <laughs> and then that's the only take they had, so they had to use it. And he had red high heel shoes on. Yeah, that's probably the most likely scenario. That was the best part of the movie, I think. The red high heels. Yeah. Not the what. The what was pretty good. Also, the part where he just shoots the shit out of the weirdest strip club casino ever. Oh my gosh! Yes. So there's like an underground casino. It's run by the yakuza. Yakuza. That has like female body build. Oh, good lord! Yeah, a lot of. Can you guys hear that? A lot of drag races on our news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underground casino strip club run by the yakuza, and they have like female bodybuilder strippers, uh-huh. or maybe just one. Well, I only specifically saw the one that we got a generous close-up of. But there's like a flash dance thing going on, on on the stage in the background that we don't really ever get a good look at with like two or three people doing some sort well, of routine. There's three people. One of them was just standing in the back. Yeah. One of them was like... Like a Cirque du Soleil was, kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, there was a girl on a guy. The guy was just standing there and the girl was like on him crawling around his body. Right, yeah. Which... Is not as I'm, hot as I'm it okay sounds. I'm with, but, <laughs> but don't want to see more of. Yeah, we saw the just the right amount. 
Yeah. Yeah. Could have even seen less. It just wasn't that bad because it was followed up by the generous close-up of the incredibly buff stripper. Yeah. Blech. Anyways, uh, Punisher then just, like, busts through the skylight and just starts... Well, first he's like, hey... I hate you. Why, why, why does he jump <laughs> through the roof again? Um, he has a point, I'm sure. So, yeah, maybe. The, the, the plot that's been going on is that the mob bosses rally together, but then the Yakuza wants to take over, so they kidnap all the, the boss's children. Right. Okay, I lied. The best part of this movie was when there's the the girl, like the Catholic school girl coming out of school, and she just gets, like, grabbed by a dude and dragged off screen, and then it immediately cuts to yeah, like a right. mom playing with like a stuffed panda and like two girls watching her and she's going like oh hi kids i'm the panda i love you <laughs> and like and this just like keeps going and like it was enough time that i turned to you and went wait what the fuck happened <laughs> did we know who that girl was that got kidnapped we did not we did not and and you're like no i don't know what is going on i'm like and who's this and then she gets shot in the head and they steal the children. And then you're like, oh, they're kidnapping kids. And I was like, oh, yeah, great. That could have been done a lot <laughs> quicker. Yeah, that was that was terrible. And that might be the only scene of kids. No, there's one. There's like a car pulls up and just the door opens and a guy just like leans out and grabs a kid <laughs> and pulls him into the car yeah. and then drives away. Yeah, that was the best scene. Why did we get... Oh, yeah. So... The, it's the Yakuza kidnapping everyone, and so... Yeah, and so the Punisher's reaction, because, again, he's not involved in the plot. This is just his, no. re- his reaction to the plot that's happening around him. Well, yeah, like, even at one point he says, like, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, your five-year war on crime, like, now that the competition's just going to take each other out, and, like, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't know, take a vacation. Yep. And I hear the sewers of Paris are wonderful this year. The, the, the actor guy that's, like, his buddy is kind of... He's kind of funny. Yeah, the thespian has some good yeah, lines. Yeah. That's true. He he rhymes a lot unnecessarily. Yeah. I should have written some of them down, but it's not important. Not really that worth it. They're yeah. They're not that great. They're not that... It was just cheesy. You don't actually laugh at them. No, you're like, oh. You're kind of like, oh, he rhymed. Fun. He's a thespian. I guess. <laughs> yeah, so his reaction to the kids being stolen is that he drops down into the casino, kicks someone in the face immediately. We don't know who. Could have been anyone. Um, and then he grabs one of the Yakuza who's around and tells him to pass on the message that every every day that the children are being kept, he will cost them money. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he just, just starts shooting there's everything. There's such a long scene. Like, really, like, he starts with, the, got this assault rifle with, like, the grenade launcher thing on the bottom. And he just shoots up a bunch of slot machines and then shoots up a bunch of booze. Yeah. And already <laughs> at that point, that was enough shooting. <laughs> but then he shoots up a bunch more slot machines. Yeah. And a poker table. And there's, a poker table. And, like, a craps table and stuff. He's, like, yeah. shooting them all up. And then he shoots up a bunch more slot machines. Yeah, with yep. grenades. And then, yeah. well, and then there's like a guy that runs into the shot and he like shoots a grenade at him and sends him flying. And he just flies through the air. And like, yeah, he's not really shooting people. Like, there's people in there. And but no one. Most one's, of them got out pretty Most quick. of them was running out. And he's not really trying to shoot them. He's just like blowing the shit out of the casino. Yeah. Uh, and. I think maybe he kills like two or three people in that scene. Like, it's not a lot of people. He did knife someone in the throat. 
quickly yeah, after yeah. dropping Yeah, and I down. think there's a couple people that try to shoot him, and he, like, grenades them, too. But Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's basically, like, it's like a mob movie with, like, a couple of scenes that involve the Punisher. Like, even, like, one of the opening action scenes where he, like, goes to, there's, like, a shipment of dope coming into the docks. He's there. But then also the Yakuza show up, but we've never seen the Yakuza before, and we don't know what their deal is. And they attack the docks and start killing all the Italians. And then he decides, like, I'm just going to join in. Yeah. And so he, like, shoots a crossbow through a guy, pins him to a van, and then, like, rides the cable down while, like, shooting an Uzi at everyone. He's like, yeah, for they're just, yeah, might as well just join in and start shooting everyone. Yeah, but Sounds again, great. like, he was not involved in the plot. Yeah. The plot was not him being there. No. It was between the the y- y- the yakuza. Yeah. And the mobsters. Well, and then like two scenes later you get introduced to the the yakuza boss lady. And you Oh yeah, they're all wearing like wetsuit, like night suit stuff and there's like one that's like very obviously a woman. Yep. Cuz it has curves and boobs. And but never takes she never takes her mask off and you're like Ugh. and I'm just kind of like is that supposed to be like okay that's a woman is this yeah. important <laughs> and then I didn't even draw the conclusion that it was the yakuza boss right away I was just like oh, oh they're no. I'm like oh they're introducing a yakuza character that's that's cool whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> couldn't care less because I get was there anything I guess yeah there was the samurai sword yeah in that scene. So I didn't clue in that it was the that it was someone else. I thought it was the Punisher. Oh yeah, I think I thought that at first too, and I was like, "What? Why is?" Yeah, why but is then like then story? like ninjas show up, start throwing like weird spike balls at people. Yeah, throwing urchins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, just a weird movie. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to not recommend it, but I also do because like it's. Yeah. I've seen worse action movies, I For guess. Sure. But this but, was, yeah. it's not that the action was bad. It was just yeah. really mind-numbing. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, the charm of something like Roadhouse. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, these characters are actually, like, semi-interesting and, like, it's cheesy, but, like, you know, sweet. Like, Dolph Lundgren might as well be dead. In this movie. <laughs> like, he's basically an animated corpse. Yeah. He has zero charisma <laughs> in, yep. in anything. And I, I don't know, like, how good his English was at this point. Like, it might have just been real bad. Maybe. Like, I know in the Masters of the Universe movie, he was, like, reading, like, phonetic, like, cue cards, I think, for a lot of his lines. Because he did, like... I think he's Dutch, right? Lundgren sounds Dutch. Or Swedish? Uh, I think Swedish... But I... Some Scandinavian country. Can't quite remember now. Lundgren. Sounds Swedish to me. Or Danish or something. They are. Oh, don't mix those up. Oh, yeah. my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, sounds something like, like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, he. so I don't know if his, his action, or his uh, English had improved that much by the time he got to the Punisher, but... Uh, Maybe not. His, his his accent was less harsh. True. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what else did I write? Oh, yeah, right. The, the last note I wrote down was Bob's Burgers. 
<laughs> There's a guy. Oh. One of the one of the mob boss guys, like henchman guys, looks just like Bob from Bob's Burgers. Juicy mustache. Yeah, and like kind of tan. Yeah. <laughs> With like a really weird comb over and. There's one part where he comes in holding a pizza, and I was like, oh, man. If only. If only it was just, like, a, a bag of burgers. Yeah. I've got the burgers. <laughs> yeah. He comes in the corner. I've got the pizza. And then Dolph kicks his ass. Yeah. And then I think he eats a slice. Yeah, so anyways, it's like, uh, it's a movie where some mob people fight each other and is briefly interrupted by the Punisher Shooting them and, and throwing knives at them. Throwing knives at them, and it's also briefly interrupted by the cops trying to catch him, but not really trying that hard. No, it's kind of they they do zero detective work that leads them to the Punisher. There's yep. even there's even one part where they're walking through the sewers, and I don't think it leads to anything. Yeah, I know that's right. The like the because again I don't the remember female, the female detective who was like the the young up and comer had like a theory that he was living beneath the city which was true yeah and there was definitely a scene with her and the old partner who like was Frank's friend when they were on the force together are exploring the sewer and like we learn a little bit more about his past because they talk and I totally forgot that they were even down there because mm. no nothing happens yeah I don't think anything happened anything ever came of that. And then nope. she gets punched in the face and we never see her again. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird. It's very weird. And this was like the first, if you don't count like the Captain America, like serial movies from like the 40s or 40s or 50s where like they would like show them like in segments, like before movies, oh, you know, like kind of like yeah, Flash yeah, Gordon yeah. serials. There were some Captain America serials. But other than that, this was the first ever Marvel movie it was The Punisher. Which is just even weird to think about, but then when you've seen it, it's even weirder. Yeah. And I mean, I can see kind of why, from like a producer standpoint, you're like, oh, I could buy this property that has like a bit of name recognition and I could make just like a basic action movie out of it and people would go see it and also maybe I'd get the comic book fans as well. Yeah, so... Yeah, but I'm like, you did it work? I <laughs> like, you could have just not called it the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I wouldn't have known. It wouldn't have mattered. No, it really, all. it really wouldn't have. Uh, I think, I think I'm done. Oh yeah, I'm no, done I'm... talking about this movie. Uh, Let's never mention it again. Don't watch it, or if you do, I think it's free on YouTube. You can maybe find it there. So. But you're wasting your own time. Yeah, it's that's on you. <laughs> uh, so go ahead. What are you giving it? That is. Oh, I'll I'll pull up. Oh yeah. No, keep going. Uh, keep going. I'm sorry, I cut you off. That is one big pile of crap. Uh, say it properly. That is one big pile of shit. Yeah, I agree. That is one big pile of shit. Not uh, not fun enough to be. Fun. <laughs> what am I trying to say? It's not. It's not. It's not. It wasn't so bad that it was good. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad enough to be entertaining. It's just kind of boring. What do you think the audience or the uh, the critics thought of of the the Punisher in the form of a Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. Um, are we looking at like thirty three? Ooh, 
you got close to the audience score. The audience gave it 32. Oh, that's very close. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself. The critics gave it a little bit less. Try again. 26. Oh, I thought you were going to get it. It's oh. 28. Oh, damn it. it. sounded like you were going like 20. I was like, yeah. Six. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Probably the closest I've guessed yet, so whatever. Oh, yeah, the, the, the critic consensus is, despite the seemingly indestructible Dolph Lundgren with a crossbow, the Punisher is a boring one-man battle of, with never-ending action scenes. Yeah, accurate. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Very accurate. Ugh, it was um, bad. Yeah. Just, right. just bad. I agree wholeheartedly. I never want to watch this again. Sounds good to me. Let's burn it. It's on. It's on a flash drive. Yeah, no, it's. I don't have a physical copy of it. Anyways, we will build an effigy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of Dolph um, Yeah. Thanks for joining us uh, again on the show. Um, if you like what you hear, you can uh, really help us out by subscribing on iTunes and uh, leaving a little review and a rating. That helps out a lot. Uh, also, just like tell a friend, tell a friend, like, hey, I listened to this show or these two guys punish themselves by watching awful movies and then talk reliving the experience live on microphone uh for us to listen to um and you can find us like i said yeah on itunes google play iHeartRadio. radio uh we have a youtube channel um is that it i think there might be one more maybe not i zoned out i'm sorry i'm not listening oh they published direct to twitter you can follow us on twitter oh. uh at retro crap pod um and if you want to uh, donate to the show help us keep the lights on here in the in the podcast studio uh you can donate uh retro crap pod uh or patreon.com slash retro crap pod um we just put up a commentary track for the phantom menace yeah, was, on there that, that was, was fun. a good time <laughs> um yeah and you get all the episodes early and uh yeah, I'm thinking about uh, adding another tier, and if we decide this is a bad idea, I'll just cut this part out and we won't do it. What do you think about adding a third tier? It's like five bucks a month, and then they get to suggest a movie, and we have to do it, because they paid us. Oh, I'm totally on board. Yeah, all right, cool. Then that sounds great. By the time this goes up, there will be a third tier that you can add, where uh, you can suggest a movie, like, within reason. Like, don't suggest, like, a porno. <sighs> Yeah, no, I don't really want to watch watch a porno alone with my best friend. Yeah, it's a weird thing to do mm-hmm. for two guys to just sit there and watch a porno. Yeah. Fully clothed. Well, of course. Clothed. What would be weirder? Would it be less weird if we were naked? Almost. <laughs> do we need to have a whole conversation about nipple play again? Oh, yeah. Uh, also, the nipple tweaking episode is still it's on the back burner. <laughs> It's a shout out to episode, uh, ooh, which is that the Roadhouse episode? No, no, no. That no. was, was, that was Jason X. That was Jason X, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh was, my ooh. gosh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so by the time this goes up, there'll be an option you can suggest a movie, and we'll do it. Just for you. We'll do it just for you. Publicly or just on Patreon? Just on Patreon. Just on Patreon. Okay. Just for them. Right. Yeah. Right, cool. All right. Uh, well, uh, until then, uh, thanks for, for sitting in and, and listening. And uh, until next time, keep watching crap.
yeah in that scene but i i I didn't clue in that it was other people in that scene either like i thought like oh maybe it's the oh (laughs) oh my gosh i'll cut that out or maybe i won't i don't know that was a big sneeze we'll find out If, if you're hearing this i didn't yeah okay that's good i'll put this all at the end of the episode it'll be a secret thing Ooh, so secret so secret those are never worth listening to. <laughs> no. No. Uh, sucks to be you, listener. Wait, what? no, there was a good one a while ago. I, oh, this is just rubbish. All right, let's do this. Okay. 